Hello, welcome to our Worship Facility Podcast, Top Challenges Church Streamers Face and How to Overcome Them. I'm Gene Lass, Editor of Worship Facility, coming to you live from CFX. With me is Bruce O'Leary. So Bruce, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, I uh, work for a company called Resi, uh, doing live streaming stuff. I've been uh, doing church production for probably 20, 25 years, maybe longer than that. I kind of forgot in the haze of everything that it takes to get that done. And uh, still uh, am on part-time staff at a church here in the Dallas area as an audio, uh, audio director and still you know, do some systems consulting and things like that. All right. And streaming is an increasingly popular thing, especially mm-hmm. in, the, in the wake of the pandemic. Churches had been doing it because they had to, right. and now they're electing to do it as part of their overall uh, ministry. Mm-hmm. How do you think, what do you think are the, the top challenges they're facing, and what would you do to face those challenges? Yeah, yeah it's, um, you know, it's a complex process, I would say. It, it appears simple if, if you've got things set up and you can just show up and start that, you know, that morning, schedule something quickly and go. But there, there are a lot of things that go into it, you know, from the production side of understanding lighting and video and making sure that all of that is as well to be engaging for, for people that are watching. You know, you want to be able to make them feel like they're in the room and, under, you know, and that, that starts with right lighting and audio and video and all that. So there's a ton to learn there and, and some great resources out there for people to, to go on that. But they definitely have to self-educate. Um, second side of the challenge is just understanding networking, which is not really in a lot of people's wheelhouse. And uh, I would say that that's one of the bigger challenges that the churches face is, is that side of it because it's extremely important. I think it would be different production-wise if you're looking at a live production with the people right in front of you versus remembering that you're on camera between the displays behind you if you have an LED or a projector wall and staying on frame. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might need a floor director, whether yeah. it's a volunteer or a yep. pro on staff, which of course is going to be budgetary depending on the size of your right. church, plus the equipment needed. What equipment do you think that they would need just to get going? Well, I mean, you can start simple. You know, people can start with just a, a phone and, uh, and and going directly to like a social media platform, Facebook and YouTube. So you can definitely start small and simple. So the 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 statement that you know we're not big enough, we don't have enough resources. I, that's not that that can be eliminated pretty quickly. You you can you can get going that way. And that that complex or that setup is not near as complex. Uh, but you know, as you grow, as you scale, then you know there are different things. Uh, you know, obviously, you can get into video switchers and uh, how that routing is done, and then whether you're going to do a software encode or hardware encode. So, it's just going to depend on on what uh, you are, you know, again, aligning with the strategy of what you're looking to do with your online service. Uh, if it's going to be just a representation of, uh, you know, hey, here's kind of our service, or we're going to actually try to engage with people through that. So, I think the complexity probably increases the more you're trying to increase your engagement. So. I think the difference now uh, between streaming versus a couple of years ago during the pandemic, during the pandemic, it was you were streaming to reach out to the people who couldn't come in Mm -hmm. in order to connect with your people and continue to survive. Now it's also a matter of growth. If you want to be seen, you're going to stream that cast and have it out there on multiple platforms so you could be found and people would say, wow, I really want to engage with this. And they either can continue watching you or Mm -hmm. if they're in your area, they want to come in. And I know there's been discussion on 
what platforms to choose. They, they may say you should be on YouTube, but you may also want to have your own channel. Do you have an opinion on that? Yeah, I'd say use everything you can. Hit, hit everything you can. I mean, each one kind of has its own uh, reason for being there. You know, Facebook, a lot of people, that's a big wide net. Everybody has access to that easily. Uh, YouTube has things like, you know, the ability to pull that up on your television easily because, you know, all smart televisions have YouTube, so they can find you there. Uh, having those things, having a, a, you know, having it on your website because, you know, you do have more control over that. You're owning that from end to end. You can put it in platforms like the Church Online platform and increase your engagement there. So, yeah, I would say go go everywhere you can uh, uh, and then and have it there for, for people because, like you said, it is... It is the front door uh, these days now, the, the virtual lobby where people are understanding who you are through that first before they're ever going to come into contact with you. Let's say I'm a, a pastor of a mid-sized church right now, and I have my average volunteer production team. We're doing you know, our own little band and, and the typical production, but I've decided that this week we're going to do it. We're going to start streaming. How long do you think it would take for us to get on there and... What would we have to do? Is it a week, a couple of days? Oh, to get up, get up and to run get up now? and running, and actually look like we know what we're doing. Yeah. Well, you know, I would say definitely. You know, if you're not doing anything, start. But um, yeah, in terms of getting up and going quickly, you know, that if you're doing that all in house, it can be pretty tough. Uh, if you can get a hold of like an equipment integrator or something like that, they're very seasoned in putting these systems together. Uh, they may already have kind of a a cut and paste solution that they can be like, hey, just put these things in. They can come in, put it in, wire it up, get it on your network, get it tested, and get going. So if you're looking to get going quickly, that would probably be the best way to do it. Uh, I think we've done, I know we've done several articles on how to get started streaming right now at uh, Worship Facility. And I think also through Resi mm -hmm. uh, and working with integrators, you can get people going because there is a level of knowledge they're going to need. This is the equipment yeah. you're going to need. And you want the right equipment based on the displays you may have going on between an LED or a projector wall. Yeah. The cameras you might want to use, you could start with right. just your phone and get it going easy and go online. Yeah. But you want to make sure that you look good, plus the level yeah. of, of training you might need for your staff, whether uh, you need a floor director or the camera people. Yeah. You want to know what you're you're doing and get it going. And I think you guys would have a good resource for that as as we would. Yeah, we do. You know, at Resi we solve a lot of the problems that people have on the networking side. You know, that's that's where we, we do. But we also address other things like uh, being able to automate your service and things like that, which uh, reduces the the stress on your volunteers because everything's already set up. We can help you get that set up at the beginning and then it just happens week to week. So that's that's very key. And then the networking side, which is you know, that, that's, again, a lot to understand. I happen to have a bit of a network background, and so that helps me, but I, I didn't really want to do that, but I knew I had to. And so, um, so that, that can be the really the big challenge that I see a lot of churches face is really that network component, but Resi helps solve that issue. So, you know, I, I would say, you know, if you're looking for a streaming provider to help you with that process, make sure that, again, that, that, that they've got solutions in place that will help you with, with the problems that you're going to face on that. So I think as I've heard from other integrators um, and, and technicians that you could get your vendor, uh, not your vendor, your volunteer staff to mm -hmm. say, oh, I'm going to go out there and pick up this equipment and get it all set up and it'll be just fine. But then you end up going to the integrator later because you've yeah. picked the wrong things. They don't work well together. <laughs> yeah. And suddenly you have a disaster that's going to cost you thousands of dollars yeah. more to 
disinstall and put together correctly. Right. So you want to make sure to do yeah. it right the first time and take the time to do it. Yeah, that's a, that can be a real morale dropper, you know, because <laughs> it's like, oh, we did all this work and all this time, and now it doesn't work. So, yeah, that, and that impacts the ministry. You know, you, you don't want to do that. And it, and it impacts the people's lives that you could reach. So, yeah, I would say on the front end, do some research, maybe look at some resources like Churchfront and stuff like that where you can actually get some real uh, in-depth uh you know, they've got equipment reviews. They've got things like, here's how you do this, you know, step by step. Um, you know, what we help with is delivery, but there's a lot of resources to use on the front end that help you make that creative, engaging service that you're wanting to do so people can check you out and understand who you are and then become a, a member, uh, you know, a, a serving member, a contributing member, you know, and, and their discipleship process is furthered by that. So, yeah. Well, I think that's a good go guideline to go by, and I think the information you gave us today is excellent. People are going to learn a lot from it. So thank you for your time today, and yeah. thank you for listening to our Worship Facility Podcast live from CFX. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. In our next episode, we have How Can I Stop Chasing Facilities Problems with Tina Breckenfeld. I'm Gene Lass, Editor of Worship Facility. Thank you again for listening.